Welcome to track number nine of Pastors of Thousands. I'm going to share with you some things you need to intercede about or against. Number one, intercede against the law of degeneration. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 21. Yet I have planted thee a noble vine, holy a right seed. How then art thou turned into a degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me? Amen. To degenerate means to gradually become of a lower type. Hallelujah. Now, do you know that there is a law of degeneration in everything? Huh? Do you know that? That is, things are getting spoiled just by existing. The London tubes, have they finished making them nicer? Which ones are they working on now? North London. Northern Line. Jubilee Line. Which of the tubes are they repairing? Which of the tube stations are they repairing? Look, for all the years that I've been coming into London, they've been repairing the tube stations. When they repair, it changes again and becomes old. In 1983, Jubilee Line was new. I'm surprised you say they're working on Jubilee Line. They're extending it. Uh, Okay. Jubilee Line was brand new. It was the newest, poshest line. Is it still new and nice? Very modern. Yeah. Amen. Hello. Can we have one meeting? Right. So the church is no different. Amen. It undergoes degeneration all the time. Proverbs 27 verse 23 and 24. Let's look at it. Some of you may think, I've got 30 members now. I've got 40 members. But the law of degeneration is there. You must fight it. I said you must fight it. You must fight the decay. Now somebody said, how can your church increase? Proverbs 27, verse 23 and 24. Now as you are trying to increase and grow, Satan is also at the same time spoiling what you are doing. Is that not so? As Rebecca was trying to have her child, she was getting older. Every day, she was growing older. As you grow older, your chances of having a baby decrease. It's just normal. Amen. So, as she was praying, entreating the Lord, life itself was making it more difficult as time was going by. So, as you are trying to get the church to start, the law of decay with the small thing that you've started starts to get things down. Let me share with you something. You see, recently, we had about three pastors in our church dying pastors of our church in um, Agege in Accra and the pastor of the church in Sakumono in Accra and then the pastor of the church in Medina 
died within a year. When the, I was in South Africa when they called me, I just got into the hotel room and they called me to tell me that such and such a pastor was dead. I said, man! And this time, I knew in my heart that there was something very unusual about it. And so, when I got back, I told Reverend Saki and Co, let's go and pray. So we went to pray. And when we got out there praying, the Lord began to speak to us. And the Lord showed me something that I believe, perhaps if I had not, maybe if these things had not happened, I would never have thought about what I am sharing with you right now. And the Lord showed us that lighthouse was changing and was decaying. And that what we used to be is not what we are. And he showed me, he said, the sacrifice and the, what lay people would do. Where you could say to this lay person, go here and he will go. Come here and he will come. That is not what is happening now. You see, and the Lord was saying, the Lord, the Lord asked, he said, how were you able to start your church in Kumasi? By saying to a lay person, go and stay in Kumasi and do the work. And he went. How would you start the church in London? By saying to a lay person, Pastor Richard, go to London and find a job there and work there. How did you start the church in Takradi? Were you in Takradi? How did you start the church in Takradi? Were you there when the church started? Huh? Michael, is it Michael? Michael. Yeah, you, you were there when the church started. How did you start? Pastor Hamish went there. As a doctor, I told him, go and find a job. He found a job, found somewhere to stay, stayed with somebody, got, a, got an apartment in the hospital, and the church started. And all over, and the Lord showed us that it's like now, because people are beginning to prosper and beginning to be blessed, you can't send anybody anymore. If you call somebody and say to him, go here, it's like you are disturbing a blessed person who is becoming established in the system. And it was even more, you see the Lord showed us that it's like we're playing a game. And it's like something that has advanced is now not able to advance anymore. Because at first you could say to one, I could say to this one, go to Nigeria. And he will go to Nigeria, not because he's going there to earn money, but because he's going there to do the work of the Lord. And I will not pay him. The Lord himself pays you. But now it's like if I'm sending somebody to a place where there's no prosperity. Like if I say to you, go to some town in some place. And it's like it's not linked to a job where you are earning pounds. And it's not linked to some place where there's some prosperity. It will be difficult to send. They will tell you, I'm doing SEMA. I'm doing ACCA. I'm doing this course. I'm doing management. I'm doing MBA. I'm doing whatever. And it's like God will say that the prosperity and the blessings have now affected us. To the point where we are no more an army, but we are a group of people playing a game. So as we are trying to grow, the spirit of degeneration and decay is just working on us, working on us, working on us. And even me as the father, I was afraid to send people. And I have a whole lot of sons and daughters in the ministry doing whatever they want to do. And I don't say anything. And the Lord, told, the Lord showed me that I was stinking in his eyes. Because I, I, will now, I was now like Eli. I was allowing my sons and daughters 
to do whatever they wanted to do. When I see that they are going in the wrong direction, I don't say anything about it. Sometimes I'll just make jokes about it. And I'll say, oh, yeah, nice pastor. All that you are doing here is you are playing guitar in the church. And I just leave it. And there are a whole lot of things going on. And I just allow, do whatever you want to do. Uh, so that is why we, have a, we had a pastor, maybe uh, Kuforidwa, he said to me, oh, I want to go to America. So leave the church. He said, okay, you leave it. So then he abandons the church. Pastor Nobuasi abandons the church. Pastor Winneba abandons the church. All the pastors, everybody, everybody is just moving to, uh, towards a place where there is prosperity. If there's no prosperity at the place, God's work cannot come on. Because now we have another agenda. It's money. Apart from the actual original agenda of the work of the Lord. And so as we are building up, rather, something is decaying. And so as you try to go forward, something is eating us away. Right now, if I'm to send you and I say, okay, go to Copenhagen, go to Denmark, go to a place which is known for affluence and wealth, people will be eager to go. But if I say to you, I want you to go to, uh, uh, I want you to go to uh, 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 Kosovo, or Oh, I want you to go to, to, to Sudan. <laughs> Theoretically, we all say, oh yes, Bishop, I'll do it. Michelle, you come from Guyana. You get it? So where are you to say, oh, you know what, you and your husband go to Guyana and do your best. It's like, man... Guyana, when I put two and two together, I realized that London is better than Guyana. But, and it's because you have to send me to a place where there's money, where there's riches, where there's something to look up to and to see prosperity and blessing. And, well, and God has shown that it is decaying. Because when I sent Pastor Hamish, he was, he was a doctor ready to go to America. And I said, go to Takradi. I remember the chair he sat on. I said, go to Takradi. And, and he went. He went. But I wasn't sending him there to be rich. So the Lord said, we've, we've become children playing a game. That is why he took Stephen away from the church. Pastor Steve died. Steve was one of the, listen, Steve was one of the main pastors in the early church. The church was doing well. Everybody was praising them. Said you are the mega church. You are the church that is doing well. The Bible says people were added daily. They were going from house to house. The Bible says they did eat their meat with gladness, peace in the church. Things have never been better. Three thousand were saved in one crusade. Another day, Pastor Peter preached, and five thousand were saved. I mean, you couldn't get it better. Then they had a crisis, and one of their main top pastors died. That's Steve. When Pastor Steve died, it led to other problems. And there was some harassment for the church. And the fear and the fright and everything that had gone on made people move out. He died, I think, in chapter 7, chapter 8. They were out. They started going. And the Bible says, and Philip went down to Samaria. They said, said there was a great persecution after Steve. Because when Stephen was killed, people said that, ah, pa, 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 they are talking and so, but they can die. Kill more. And we are going to quench this thing. And they started to run. And in their running, 
they started to do the work philip went down to samaria and preached christ and the people gave heed unto the things he said both seeing and hearing the miracles which he did but spirits came out of them screaming and many that were taken with a palsy were healed and there was great joy in the city and so they went so even though they were happy with themselves god was sitting there looking and saying Man, i've told these people to go to judea samaria uttermost part of the earth and they are sitting in jerusalem and jesus was moving up and down on the earth and said i've told them to go to the whole, the whole world i've told them look at them sitting down in jerusalem I, I specifically mentioned the place i said start in jerusalem go to judea go to samaria and then the uttermost part of the earth. this is what i've told them and the lord was asking them, what, what did you tell them when you were there and jesus explained to father i mentioned it you are, i've got witnesses i said judea i said samaria i said uttermost parts of the earth i didn't leave any place and the lord said what are they still there? all of them are in jerusalem is that what you told them and the lord said i didn't tell them that he tried to send his spirit but the revival was too strong and they were too happy with themselves said, it's not working so, withdraw by the time the lord was finished pastor steve was dead pastor james was dead they killed James and then they came for Peter. When they came for Peter, everybody woke up and they started praying. They prayed a certain prayer that all their intercessions and things they have not been doing when they came for Peter. Because it was like they were coming to finish the church. They've killed James. It worked. They came for Peter. We are killing him too. The big guys in the church were going. It woke them up into a certain realm. Ananias and Sapphira were gone. Members who were close to pastors were gone. Ananias go, Sapphira's go, Stephen go, James go. All these guys were quenched. A lot of funeral, funeral after funeral. Wikipedia. The whole church changed. Because the, the message was clear. You don't believe it. You are happy in where you are. There are souls that are waiting to be saved. You are sitting down with your few two pounds and ten pounds and hundred pounds and you are so happy so the lord has saved me the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy the lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy uh, uh, joy uh, uh, with joy we are full of joy but there's joy in the church there's blessing i mean i like pastor richard preaching but today he checked my soul and my soul was checked oh brother praise the lord you the man and i'm the man and we're the man <laughs> with the church They were all sitting there doing simas and uh, ACCAs and those things had become more important. And the Lord was trying to get to them. I said, I didn't say just Jerusalem. I didn't just say London. I said Judea. The father asked Jesus, are you sure? He said, the father was very gentle. He said, are you sure you emphasize to them that this salvation is for everybody? And Jesus said, I said it. Check Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Check it. Perhaps Lighthouse is supposed to be in every country in Africa, in many countries in the Far East, with churches, church buildings. We are supposed to have souls from so many nations filled with people, missionaries. Perhaps there's some young kichos from some places and various evangelists and pastors who are supposed to come out of us spiritually. And then we are sitting down saying, yeah, we the man, you the man, and I the lady, and we the people. By the time this third pastor died in our church, 
I began to sit up. You see, that is why I'm saying that we need to pray for visions because when, you, when God starts to show you his actual opinion of you, I saw a vision. In the vision, I don't know if you've seen one before, but I saw feces. Feces. Somebody say, Fakis. Feces. <laughs> and and it was it was it was slimy and 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 and, and dark brown oh man something and the lord said that's you i said me say lord said that's you he, i wept you see because it's not your opinion it's god's opinion of you and god should be that's you and he was angry with me do you know that when god called moses God called him, anointed him, and said, I'm sending you. On the way, the Bible says, and the Lord sought to kill Moses. The same man whom he has called just a few verses, God wanted to kill him. Because, you see, God had made a covenant that he would circumcise all your children. God, Moses didn't want his children to experience the pain that he had experienced. So he tried not to circumcise his children. And God showed me, you don't want the, your children to experience the hard things that you experience. You gave up everything. Why don't you want people to give up? Why are you protecting them from the blessing that comes by sacrificing and doing the work of God? Why are you keeping them and you don't want them to go to just a little pain? If you have a child and you allow your child just to watch PlayStation and to watch video games and to play and eat toffee and play with their friends and play all around, and that is all you allow your child because you don't want your child to go through some little hardships of going to school. And you just say, play, 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 play. Do whatever you want to do. You are a wicked, evil father. Because you don't want them to experience the pain. And the Lord said, you don't want them to experience pain. That's why, I didn't. you know, when the Lord said to me that, look, I started, I just sat up. I said, you know, I see that the church is decayed. It's decaying. I grew up. I had a meeting with the pastors. I was so well. Somebody said, is that how it is? I said, yeah. I'm on the warpath. That's why, I'm not, that's why I'm not in a hurry to appoint pastors. No. You can be an elder for a thousand years. If you don't take care, we'll bring you down to be a shepherd. If you are not a pastor practically, you are, you are out. Be an elder. Be a shepherd. Do whatever. It's not a post. We are not sharing posts. I said we are not sharing posts. Decay. Perhaps some of you had a lot of zeal, eh? Some of you have had messages. Yes, Lord, I'll do it. I'll do it. But then when you go back, like Lady Pastor Rebecca, look, things look different. But you can do it. I see you are the next person to be the pastor of thousands, of thousands, of thousands. Stand to your feet. Are you tired? Lord, I search for you. Okay, now that I've started worshiping, people are going out. So do what you want to do for the next five, ten minutes, then we come back. All right, I don't want to worship as you walk out. It's an insult to the Lord. Amen.